Kelly Bob Howdy and welcome to Ernest Goes to Podcast, Ernest Extra number 18, 10,000 more dollars and more Jim Varney or even more Jim Varney dollars. Win 10,000 Kentuckys. I'm Aaron. This is David. Hello. Been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> the only line anyone remembers of that song. <laughs> yeah, that's the only it's like the KTEL compilation. <laughs> that's the clip that they play on the commercial, and that's all anyone knows. It's been a while since our last episode. That's true. Life happened, but there's stuff. There's uh, extra things that you <laughs> wanted to say about both our trip to Kentucky and the much maligned win $10,000 video cassette <laughs> well, challenge. Well, maligned only by us. Oh, by you. I found it <laughs> delightful and entertaining. I'd like to say for the record okay. that I'm not mad at win $10,000 anymore. I don't believe you, but go on. <laughs> Why don't you believe me? Because I've known you face. for a long time. <laughs> I'm not mad. Maybe I'm still slightly annoyed by the torture that is inherently the contest itself. Sure. But the challenge itself. Yep. Because it's just... <sighs> but... I feel like you're going to get back there yeah, now. No, what's happening. I gotta stop. Yeah. No. But... Yeah, I, I guess I want to correct an assumption that I guess we made when we first talked about it, okay. which was that we assumed when $10,000 was a re-release of the second ad compilation mm. with the contest bit added. And it was not. To be fair, when $10,000 was the first release of that ad compilation that we now know as Greatest Hits Volume 2. Interesting. It was, at the time, a pretty cool video regardless of whether you were entering the contest or not. It was the first time you got to see all that stuff. It's not like it was a ripoff or anything, but no, it was or, still or aggravating. It wasn't, it wasn't a repackaging, is no, no, what no, you're no, saying. No, no. It was the first package, and then yeah. it was later repackaged sans contest bumpers. Which I suppose is a mercy. Well, as we learned from the sticker on the VHS rental cassette, contest no longer in effect. Yeah, it suffers a bit 30 years later. Sure. When I think you we all, can't win $10,000. I think we can we can uh we feel that pain of uh, suffering 30 years later. We never did find out if anybody actually won. That's true. I I still need to use my uh, gumshoe skills and uh But maybe it's like the lottery feelers. where you don't want people to know that you won. Sure. You know. uh, anonymity is the name of the game. Well, it's coming out of the woodworks, well, hearing that you won the Ernest contest. If it enrages other people in the way that it enraged you, no, you, no one wants to bring that, that, that attention on themselves. Yeah, even though they didn't make the contest again. I have a I'm question. So skeptical. I have a question that we don't have to keep in the episode. Sure. Um, what is the Ernest Film Festival video release? Oh, what was that? That wasn't an ad compilation. I believe that's exactly what it was. But it was not this one. Correct. Um, Ernest Film Festival is the first ad compilation that was released that we know as Greatest Hits Volume 1. Okay. And it was released the year before Win $10,000. So Win $10,000 gotcha. is 1987. Ernest Film Festival is 1986. And I guess we can take this opportunity to talk about the Ernest Film Festival. <laughs> it has an intro where he's stuck in a TV. Yeah. That's yeah, it. That's pretty much, the I end. think that's the the the, uh, the only difference right. between watching that and watching Greatest Hits Volume 1. Gotcha. It's like the, t yeah, the intro where Ernest is stuck behind glass, stuck in the TV. Sure. Burn! Burn! Don't! Don't touch that now, Burn! Don't touch it. Please, Vern. I'm trapped in this TV. Forever. Forever. I wonder if it's like a Channel 4 ad that was reused. Vern, there's a giant 4 behind him. Vern's lamp is prominent yeah. in the reflection. Because it's Vern's living room. Yeah. And it's I mean, that does make TV. it clear 
that we are all Vern. We are all Vern. Because it's all of our lamps are reflected in the TV. All right. Well, that's good to know. So win $10,000. Yeah, I mean, that was all I wanted to say. I just wanted to say I'm not mad anymore, which is not the same <laughs> as an apology. It's just saying Wait, who I'm not you, mad anymore. Who would you need to apologize to apart from me? Win $10,000? But I'm not. The concept as a... Yeah. yeah. The, the personification no, of the No, I think the you video. can... You, uh, as I describe many things, you can have like a grudging respect for each other. I grudgingly respect how torturous that contest is. Sure. And I, I will have more things to say about win $10,000 in our next episode. Ooh, all yeah. right. So, speaking of ads, yep. we saw some new Ernest ads, or there were a couple of Ernest ads I hadn't seen added to Purity's website. Oh, yes. We've seen most of them, but there's one that stood out to me. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, have you been shopping? And he's taking groceries out of Vern's paper bags. Okay, you're becoming quite the little shopper. Yeah, But it's not that one. Uh, it's earlier. Oh, and, he's, really? and he's in his long sleeve flannel shirt. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Looks like you're turning into quite a little shopper, aren't you? <laughs> You should have talked to Werner's first. Know what I mean? At least you got the right milk, Bernie. Purity. Everything Purity makes is unconditionally guaranteed, Bernie. Without condition. El unconditional guaranteedo. Purity, Vern. As we both know, Vern, nothing in life has an unconditional guarantee. That one really strikes me as early Ernest. Well, it's weird that you said so matter-of-factly he's in his long-sleeve flannel shirt as if Ernest ever wears... Ernest never well, wears a flannel shirt. No, he. it's there sometimes. I have seen it before, but I've never seen it before in an ad where he seemed so in progress. Like close to Ernest, but not quite. Yeah, like it's like Jim Barney doesn't quite have it nailed down. Sure. Or rather, it's still a little bit surface level, and it's not totally internal Ernest. Yeah. And there's there's a certain point that Jim Barney reaches where he just knows who Ernest is, and he is Ernest. And I feel like in that ad on the Purity site, he's like almost there, but he's you can still see that he's sort of thinking about it. Would you it. say he's 90% of the way there? He's 90% of the way there. Yeah. He's thinking about it. You can see that it's a little bit affected. Yeah. You can see a little bit of the thought process there, but it's nice to see the progress Ernest again. didn't wasn't birthed, fully formed from yeah. the head of Jim Varney. No. It was uh, a, Everything is developed. A gradual, yeah. Yeah. And look where we are now. Yep. 18 and a half episodes in, or who knows? <laughs> who knows at this point anymore? We're a whole bunch of episodes in. Uh, well, Ernest ads are the gifts that keep on giving. That's true. They keep popping up, ones I haven't seen on YouTube. And it's pretty cool that they're on Purity's website. Like, right? Like, like that was... It's like a throwback. Yeah. Or like uh, acknowledging the past. They're recognizing... Do you think Purity's social media team listens to our show? Ooh, we should get in touch. <laughs> get some free milk products out of it. Well, some I can't actually some have that sweet, sweet dairy. acidophilus. Maybe you can get the uncensored version Ugh, of that milk you bath can, commercial. You, you can get that. I will be in another room. All right. Well, I'm the one committed to this. Yep. You are so, the one committed. Well, it's nice that they're recognizing. Well, I mean, maybe we have been super prescient and <laughs> talking about the, how the 20 or 30 year rule, whichever mm -hmm. uh, multiple of decades you're going with at any given moment is affecting you know, other groups who were in the earnest um, splash zone, let's say. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. I hope. I hope that it does lead to some kind of like a... Earnest renaissance? Yes. A... The second coming of the world? <laughs> a renewal yeah. of sorts. Yes. Rebirth. A, rebir a renewed interest. Yeah. Okay. On to our Kentucky trip. Oh, yeah. 
which was... Would you say it was transformative? Would you say it was educational? I mean, I would say it was awesome. Yeah. And we got to meet Justin. Yeah. Justin's always been sort of an extended Ernest Goes to Podcast family member. Sure. But it's nice now that he's a guest to have him be an immediate Ernest Goes to Podcast family member. Yeah, he's brought into the fold for reals. And he was super cool. Yeah. And we got to see, we didn't really discuss this on the Jim Varney edition, but we did get to see a few like Jim Varney landmarks. We got sort of the the Jim Varney Historical Society tour, (laughs) as it were. Which was cool, you know, having just read the book or having just reread it. The book being The Importance of Being Earnest, The Life Life of of Actor Actor Jim Jim Varney, Varney, available on Amazon. And Kindle. And local Kentucky bookshops. So there were were key locations from the book that we got to see. The book, a.k.a. Jim Varney's Life, that we got to see. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's the like the studio players theater the carriage house yep which is very cool it also is the location of a giant tree a very evil looking tree if my memory serves if you have read jim barney's biography and you should there is a story where he is sitting in uh he and his cousin sitting on this giant tree now was this an identical cousin (laughs) no okay and then i guess his cousin threw a smoke bomb into the tree Jim Varney thought it was a ghost <laughs> and uh, right. and ran down the street. We saw this tree. It looks like the tree from Ernest Scared Stupid. It really does, yeah. It looks like a fake tree. It looks like yeah. it was built and it houses evil spirits. It's if I uh if I had to use a word to describe it, it would be uh, gnarled. Yeah. It was cool to see a tree that looked like it had been crafted in like a 1986 visual effects department. Right. Yeah. It was somebody carved it out of uh, like foam. Foam, and, right? It, yeah. looked, it looked like a foam sculpture that had been painted. Like so many things in Jim Varney's life that we've learned about, um, it did seem very surreal. Yep. We stopped by the hollowed halls of Lafayette High School. We did. It was nice to see Jim Varney's photos among like- The famous alums. The, the famous alums photo case. Yeah, and there was a nice big poster of him with a carton of milk. That was awesome. Like a list of all of his uh, his filmography. Can you imagine your high school having a giant poster of Ernest with all this filmography on it? No. Lafayette High Schoolers are lucky. You In don't know. At least one way. <laughs> what else did we see? We saw Jim Varney, this is my favorite thing. We saw Jim Varney's favorite bar. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a pub. It's more like a, it's like a bar or restaurant. Right. Charlie Brown's. That bar was like super sweet and I totally get why it was his favorite and I want to go there all the time except I live in New York. But we It got... was awesome. I mean, it is the coolest place I've like ever seen. It was like a very seen. chill atmosphere. I guess we were in the bar area, but yeah. there's a restaurant, but like it's got a wall full of books. Like the whole no, 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 the no. bookshelf takes up the wall. V- let me describe that more accurately. All of the walls are bookshelves. <laughs> Except for the one that I sat underneath, which had a Ernest Saves Christmas poster. Yeah. Which well, was that, great. That was really sweet. Yeah. It's like, this is one of Jim Barney's favorite spots. There's a poster memorializing him. But compared to like New York bars, this one was like- It was- Relatively quiet and contemplative on a weekend. It looked like a den. It did, yeah. Or like a- It could be Astor's den. I mean, it did Aster feel- Clement's den. Like a very college hangout, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, that place was super cool, and I wish we had something like that. Yep. It was chill, and there was couches, and it was pretty sweet. <laughs> we took a picture under the Ernest Saves Christmas poster. Correct. It was nice that all the places we visited, there was like a little Jamarni footprint. Yep. You know, there was like a poster or a photo or a plaque. What was that? We saw like a, a restaurant or something that had like yes a poster from camp? There was a restaurant, yeah. It was called... It was like a fried chicken <laughs> See, place. See, Justin made fun of me for trying to remember the name, and now it's going to come in handy that I remember the name, which is 
Zaxby's. Yes, that's it. Ha <laughs> ha! Yep. Not so stupid now, is it? <laughs> Zaxby's, yes. I'm pretty sure there was an Ernest Goes to Camp poster. There was also yep. a photo of Jim Varney Sr. Yeah. With Jim Varney Jr., who... Again, James Varney Sr. was a boxer. And so there's actually also a photo of him boxing, which is pretty cool. Yep. yep. So yeah, there are little footprints around that makes it pretty interesting. You, you know? can see, I don't know where I was going with that. You can see the mark he's left. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and of course, um, the gravesite. Yes. Which was our was one of our first stops. Uh, it was really nice. Yeah. I was a little scared. Cause I didn't want to cry in front of you guys. That's fine. I mean, so I sent y'all away. That that didn't minute. happen. But it was, it was really nice to see how well kept it was. It's well attended to, and it's there are fans that you know. I was gonna like, say all the fan mementos I thought were really neat and like touching. It was decorated seasonally. Like there was an yep. autumn themed wreath, mm-hmm. and I know that around Christmas time there was a Christmas wreath, meaning that fans are actually. Keeping it decorated seasonally, which mm-hmm. is really nice. It's really touching. Yeah, That's I like... mean, there was a couple of bottles of Mellow Yellow. There were. The thing that I think was the nicest, like, slow burn realization was just like, oh, why is there, like, a turtle there? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, it was a turtle wearing a parachute. Yeah, there's a little toy turtle with a parachute. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, somebody, like, happened to be there. It was like, somebody thought... I'm going to get this thing. Yeah. I'm going to go to Jim Varney's gravesite, and I'm going to leave it there. And that's pretty cool. There was a sign that said, we earnestly love you. That's true. And then there was just a photo of him. And on the bottom, it read, all of us love all of you. Is that from something? I don't know if that's from anything. Mm. I thought it was nice. It's a nice sentiment. It is a nice sentiment yeah. that recognizing, I think. He's a great bunch of guys. He's a, <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah. That he has a lot of fans and that we love all iterations of him, inside Ernest, outside Ernest. Mm-hmm. There was also a giant pile of coins. Yeah, explain um, to me again what the coins are about. I don't actually know where that tradition started. Is it just like a sign of respect, I wishing think, well kind of thing? I assume so. Yeah. I assume it's just a just a signifier that you've been there, sure. that you've visited. Sure, sure. You know, so it's a mark of how many people have stopped by. And there was overflowing with, like, where they had put the coins was overflowing. And there were coins on top of, like, the drama masks. Oh, yeah, we should say that the, the one side of the gravestone is, or the headstone, the headstone rather, yeah. is uh, engraved with the drama masks that are, I think, in our minds now synonymous with Jim Varney. Well, he wore a ring yeah. uh, with the drama masks. Which Aaron yeah. has a ring that is similar. I do. Yeah. Yeah, there were coins piled up on that portion of the headstone, and then there were coins just piled at the base of it. Right. It was really nice, and uh, it's also a nice, just a nice trip for fall. Yeah, I just gotta say, yeah, the colors. I mean, yeah, we're leafers. Leafers. <laughs> New Yorkers coming to look at the leaves. Oh, oh, this is nice. Is that a thing? I think it's like a Family Guy thing. Oh, New yes. Yorkers came and looked yes, at the yes, leaves. Yes. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we didn't go there to see leaves. No. They just happened to be there. <laughs> it was really nice. I'm glad we stopped by. I had always meant to. Yeah. So and we are we are thankful for the warm welcome that we received from Lexington. Thank you. Yep. Well, like would I call it transformative? I would call it a really fulfilling okay, experience. Okay, that's fair. I felt like uh, I had had my heart filled up like a gas tank, or like maybe like a Legend of Zelda like heart meter yeah, sort of thing. It was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, you got more heart containers. And I hope everyone enjoyed the episode that came out of it. Is there more to say? Oh, I've got something sort of random, but related to what we talked about in the Jim Varney edition. Okay. Uh, The Misadventures of Bubba is on YouTube. Oh, wait, all three or just the first one? Just the first one. Okay. So Misadventures of Bubba. Volume one. one. Yeah. (laughs) 
is now on YouTube, so you can watch that. And again, refresh the memories of myself and the listeners as to what that is. It's Jim Varney. It's a a Buckmasters video. It's a hunting safety video for children. Which you referred to as an unsafety video. Unsafety video about all the things not to do while hunting. Yes. You don't think I'd be stupid enough to put a loaded gun in the back of a truck, do you? We briefly talked about it in the Jim Varney edition and my constant delight with how delighted he is by his own physical humor. So it's hosted by Jim Varney, and he is commenting on the actions of his identical identical cousin, Bubba. We've even asked my twin cousin Bubba and his friend Billy Bob to help us with this video, but I don't understand why. Who is more or less an earnest. Sure. In that he talks to the camera. Yes, to his friend Billy Bob. Billy Bob instead of Vern. He also tries to invent things. Oh, does he? What does he invent? He invents like a a, a scope to put on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The gun. Yeah. And then other random thing. Like he invents like the gun with a a barrel that curves downward, oh, so that you can shoot down too. from a tree. You're you're which more familiar is so with dumb. the with uh, <laughs> like, you're more familiar with the Bubba franchise oh, than gosh. I am. Yeah. It's like the trucker voice, basically. It is, yes, the, the CB voice. The Tim Brim Thomas of a hat, uh, voice. Flat up against yeah, the yeah, hat. Yeah. So, so yeah, check that out and learn some things not to do while hunting. Yes. Usually, I don't say check out YouTube videos because I'm like, you should buy the thing, but it's really hard to find Misadventures of Baba. Right. So go ahead. And I'm glad that people, you know, kind of like that people are maintaining the gravesite. I like that people are finding these things, taking the time to digitize them yeah. and uploading them because no one, no one else is like preserving that stuff. And that's true. Tapes are not forever, guys. Tapes are not forever, and a um, lot of people don't know that that exists. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm a big fan of when people digitize old stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the video game community that, that people are trying to preserve also just because it's like so, what's the word? It's on media that is no longer produced, outdated media. Perishable, I yeah. guess. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, no, definitely. VHS tapes were not made to last into the 2050s. <laughs> no. So that's good. Yeah. Keeping the legacy alive. Right. And I mean, we also found that YouTube compilation of the Ernest Film Festival. And is Win $10,000 on YouTube? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then you'll have to go find that, listeners, if you want to <laughs> if you want. <laughs> lose your minds, as Aaron did. That's all I've got for now. Asterisk. I'll give another plug to Justin Lloyd's book, The Importance of Being Earnest, The Life of Actor Jim Varney, Stuff Vern Doesn't Even Know. Check it out. And speaking of books... Yep. Non-volatile storage media. On our next episode, we will be discussing... Ta-da! <laughs> Ernest books. Yes. I mean, we've talked about one Ernest book in the past, which was the Ernest Goes to Camp book on cassette. These are a little bit different, the ones that we're going to talk about next now, these time. These are books written by Ernest. Uh, yes. Which Ernest is terrifying. Is ostensibly the author of these books. <laughs> um, without getting too far into it now, because we will have a whole other episode about it, I think they do a good job of maintaining or continuing or perpetuating. The Ernest P. Worrell lore. More on that later. Yes, that will be what we talk about on our next episode. Until then, thanks for listening. Yeah. I know sometimes we keep you guys waiting, but this is for posterity. This is forever. Yes, because even though VHS tapes won't last forever, podcasts surely will. Oh, yeah. If you want to follow along next episode, be sure to pick up two books. Yes. It's the Ernest P. Worrell Book of Knowledge, right? Yes, Knowledge with an A. Yes. And, of course, Ask Ernest. Yes. In which I think he asks more questions than gives answers. We'll we'll get there. Okay. (laughs) Till next time. Take care, listeners. Viva la Varney.
Honey, 